Many of you may think back to being 16 years old. You have your whole life planned. You've got everything figured out. And then just like that, in one moment, everything changes. The number one question is, am I going to be able to hunt again and shoot again? The first year or so is the hardest because you're also learning how to live again. You want to know, is my life over? Am I going to be able to do anything? When I say that I found a lot of healing in the outdoors, or I'm even honest enough to say that it saved my life, I'm not saying that facetiously, it's the truth. At the end of the day, I know for a fact that if I had not gotten outdoors and gotten involved in the outdoors, that I would not be here. The important thing for me was to be able to at least do one thing that I love to do, which was do stuff in the outdoors. And once I figured that out, learning how to live was so much easier. And everything in the outdoors is the same game I discovered. It, nothing changed but me. A lot of people used to ask me, you know, what would make it worth it? If you could go back and change your accident, would you? And I, and I always try to tell them, if you can make a difference in one person's life, then it does make it all worth it. You can look back and say, maybe that's why that happened. And so if Chad and I doing this show can really just reach even one person, and they can get outdoors and find healing, and they can get outdoors and find a new adventure, that's gonna make it all worth it. thrilled to be joined by two phenomenal people I've known in the outdoor industry for several years. We all connected through social media and then at SHOT Show, I think it was SHOT Show years ago where I got to connect with both Chad and Ashley, and they have a new endeavor. This is something they've been working on. They started this uh, project called Able Outdoors, and now it's become a TV program, a digital TV program to get people of all abilities, especially those with disabilities, to go hunting and fishing in an immersive type format. They're not just behind the scenes, they're actually full-fledged into the hunting process from shooting to processing. So Chad and Ashley, thank you so much for joining the podcast and also our simultaneous YouTube broadcast as well. Thank you for having me, Gabby. We're, we're happy to be here. <laughs> Why don't you both introduce yourselves briefly to my listeners and those watching? You mean go first, Chad? Go ahead. <laughs> well, my name is Ashley Lundvall. I am phoning in from beautiful Wyoming, Northwest Wyoming, where I live with my husband and daughter. Um, I have been enjoying the outdoors in an adaptive way since 1999, had a ranching accident out here in Wyoming and suffered a spinal cord injury. So I've been in a chair for a little over 22 years now. And one of the greatest experiences since that day has been finding ways to get out into the outdoors, but helping other people get outdoors as well. I think that's one thing Chad and I really um, have a good kind of same mindset on is how much healing there can be in the outdoors. And so anytime that we can get other people out, whether it's fishing or hunting or shooting or kayaking, four-wheeling, I've got my track chair. I don't know if you can see it loaded on the back of my trailer behind me. Just anything to get people outdoors and really just give them a more fulfilled life is something that we're all about. So um, we've been friends for a long time, talked about doing this for a long time, and it's exciting to see it finally coming together. So really excited about what's, what's going to be coming up in the next couple of months. 
Okay, I'm Chad Wallagura. I live down here in Southeast Texas. I've been injured for 35 years, diving into a swimming pool accident. I'm a C7 quad. So actually, I'm really lucky when I, you know, people think of that and they think, oh man, you got impairment and all four limbs, but the C7 is about as good as you can get. Back in the day, they called that super quad. So ever since then, you know, my first thing on my mind when I got injured was, you know, how am I going to get back hunting and fishing? Because that was my first love. And I've been into it ever since then, been going and and looking for adaptive equipment for myself, first of all, and then learning about everything there is out there in the outdoors so I can help other people get out. And I know Ashley does that, too. She she's big on helping not not only women get back out but anyone with a disability get back out in the outdoors and that's kind of the main mission of of our show is to reach as many people as we can and to get them back outside so far there's been a pilot released what can you tell about the show to viewers and listeners watching uh, so we don't give away too many things to get them to watch the show so what can they expect when they see you both in this program who are you featuring where are you going what's exactly happening I think that's one of the best parts about what we're doing is even though Chad and I are the co-hosts, you're going to meet a lot of really cool people. Um, like I said, you know, our goals have been to get other people outdoors. So some of the shows may be just the two of us or, you know, on, on single DIY hunts by ourselves, but you're going to see our, you're going to get to meet our families. You're going to get to meet our friends. You're going to get to meet people as we meet people from across the country and hopefully eventually across the world that are looking for opportunities to get outdoors and whether they're able-bodied or whether they're living with a disability, it's been neat to see people just kind of coming out of the woodwork and wanting to be involved and being excited about just kind of showcasing what it is that they do. And so we hope that people can, of all abilities, can watch the show and connect with something in it that they can all learn something. We want it to be more than just entertainment. We want it to be educational. And um, so far, you know, we've filmed three episodes. We just filmed our, our second and third episodes here just not too long ago. We've already got other ones lined up. And so it's exciting. Everyone's a little bit different. We focus on something a little bit different every time, but the theme is the same. We want to entertain people, but more than anything, we just want to bring awareness and education to help people get outside. So just like in the, in the pilot, we were, we were behind the scenes. We were planning on doing some of the hunting ourselves but just the way it worked out, you know, we started out both guiding Ashley was guiding her daughter and I was guiding DJ and it, it, it didn't, you know, sometimes in hunting, it doesn't work out. And, and, you know, we, we, Addison ended up being the star of the show. Thank goodness. <laughs> she took it down to the last minute on the last afternoon and finally got her bird. And it, it that kind of happened, you know, the show we just shot this past weekend, we were, I, I mostly guided. And, you know, we put it, the, we had, we had eight or nine other disabled hunters for the event. So there were a lot of storylines going on and we, it, I felt like we were just facilitating, which, which was great. You know, we, we, we of course showed the different adaptive equipment. We definitely want to spotlight that and show what other people are doing and how they're succeeding and failing in the mm -hmm. outdoors. Cause that's, that's what I went through. I went through failure before I got to success and, and a lot of a lot of the people that are coming on the show are going to do the same thing. We're, so we're just there to try to help them along. 
who are some interesting characters? I think you had alluded to someone who is, I believe, totally blind, who successfully shot a duck. That's very impressive. I, I'm very curious to see that. But but what type of cast of characters can viewers and watchers expect? <laughs> like the Avengers. You just never know what you're going to get. <laughs> um, yeah. We, I don't know if we call him Dan the Man or Dan the Hands now, but everybody's got nicknames after this last time. Um, yeah, Dan was in, I believe it was a car accident um, six, seven years ago that left him completely blind. And, you know, as soon as you say that to people like, yeah, we're going to take this guy out that's blind duck hunting, everybody just kind of looks at you like they think you're kidding. And it's like, why not, you know, and so it was pretty slick how it all worked out. And it's a little bit of luck and a little bit of skill, but everybody hunts that way. And so seeing him get out there and having, you know, the, the relationship with his spotter that he had and got one on the water and, you know, one in the air. And I won't go much beyond that because you got to watch the show, but it's, I don't know, it's just really neat to see boundaries being knocked down like that. Things that people just assume are not going to happen and you just get out there and do it. And so, and of course, everybody, I think a lot of people within the disability community have a pretty twisted sense of humor. So we had a lot of fun with Dan along the way. He had a lot of fun with us, but I think that's something that's really going to intrigue people but also encourage people that you know if you're able to communicate in any way and you're alive you can get outdoors we just have to adapt it for you so I'm hoping that that seeing Dan and seeing what he's overcome to get outdoors will really um, inspire other people to do the same I, I think that's one of the largest niches out there that is yet to be tapped into is blind individuals hunting not so much big game hunting but wing shooting you know I had we we what this brought what was the impetus for this was a guy seven or eight years ago emailed me from North Dakota and he was totally blind and he had, he had pheasant hunted by you know pheasant fly straight and they're noisy and he had pheasant hunted and he, he was like I want to come duck hunting is it going to be like that I was like no it's not going to be like pheasant but you can definitely come down here and we'll get we'll figure it out and he ended up killing a couple of ducks in the air and I would have never believed it if I hadn't seen it. So when I met Dan a year ago, I asked him if he was interested in, in duck hunting. He's like, you know, I don't, I don't think I can do it. I was like, well, come on over here. You can do it. Well, I know how we're going to do it. You just get over here. So it, it, it seemed, it seems to be, I don't want to say it's easy, but <laughs> both blind guys we ever had, they both killed ducks. So we're two for two. That's incredible. <laughs> You were talking about the cast of characters. We on on this hunt, I have guys come in that have been hunting with me for years, that have been doing it for a long time. And then we had we had a new kid who's going through cancer treatments now. Who mm -hmm. they had to take a, a one of his legs off, and he's you know he's in a chair and he's in pain. You know, not being able to sit for very long, and he he just wanted to get out and go hunt. And I, that that's a perfect person to bring out because he can see how we're being successful other other people are being successful in the outdoors you know he's not he's not a he's not a special patient he's just a duck hunter going on hunts with everybody else and and it's kind of getting back to normal and he had a large time he hunted with Ashley on the first morning so yeah you never we know it's it's a cast of characters for sure well, and you met DJ in the first episode and you're going to get to see him again in the second episode. And it's neat to see just the progression that he's made from one, from one hunt to the other and what he's learned and 
what he's failed on. And then like Chad said, turn around and tried something different and that worked better. And it's a journey for all of us. I mean, even able-bodied hunters that, you know, the first couple of times they go out, you're constantly learning something. And so I think people are going to be surprised how much they relate to exactly what these hunters are going through, regardless of what your ability level is. And I think that's kind of the thing that's going to make this show really special is that everyone can, can see themselves in some form or another in the cast of characters that we have. That's so great. I am definitely going to tune in. I mean, I was already interested and I will, I've just been so busy. Uh, so I will get to tune in because I just love the hook that it is and, and how important it is to reach people who are differently abled so that they can also enjoy the outdoors. And do you guys have support from different companies, uh, people supporting the the show, any, any support uh, that people are lending to your efforts? Absolutely. It's, it's been pretty amazing to see how weekends happen to not only support within the outdoor industry, but we have this whole other opportunity of support within the, the disability industry. And so it's, it's nice to be able to, to utilize both of those resources. Um, Chad and I, sorry, somebody's trying to call me. Uh, Chad and I are both national pro staffers for Mossy Oak. And so the support and encouragement they've given us so far has been incredible. They recognize that, that we're doing something that no one else is doing right now. And so they see, you know, the opportunity there as well as the, just the opportunity to reach so many more people. And so they, they've been great supports since then. And then we're kind of in the process of working on a lot of sponsorships with other people. Um, it's, it's interesting to see how people just kind of come out of the woodwork when they get excited about what you're doing. And so that's kind of what we're, what we're working on this fall and going into the spring is just establishing those relationships in a more professional and permanent manner that will allow us to continue doing what we're doing. Um, unfortunately, that's the, the side of it nobody really wants to talk about is, you know, we're having a great time, but at the end of the day, we still have to, you know, pay for everything. And so um, showing people not only, you know, what support they can get in the outdoors, but some of the product stuff that we're working with is just amazing. It's not all things that were necessarily built for people with disabilities, but we're making it work. And so I don't know. I think it's going to be really neat. We're going to be showing some things and having some partners that people might not even think about, which makes it even more interesting to watch. I'm a big fan of doing things that nobody thought was possible, it, it, either in a chair or as a quad. Like one of them was uh, running my dog and putting a, in, in the hunt test and, and actually, hand, actually handling my dog to get a hunt title put on her. You know, no, I don't think there's any quad that's ever done that yet. And I did that a couple of years ago with my six-year-old Vegas. And I'm now I got a new pup that I'm going to start going through the AKC hunt test with. And we're going to, when we get a, when we get a master hunter title someday, hopefully I'll, we might be the first team to ever do that. That's exciting. And what states are you guys going to be hunting in throughout the program? Well, Wyoming for sure and Texas, <laughs> but we, I mean, we had plans to, we actually have plans to go to New Zealand as, as soon as we can arrange it. We're very fortunate, obviously with Chad and Texas and, and me and Wyoming, we have so many amazing opportunities and I don't, we, I mean, some of the shows we're going to be, you know, on guided hunts with outfitters and things like that, but a lot of what Chad and I do is DIY. It's just us going into our own backyards. And I think people think, you know, well, 
sometimes you watch shows on TV or on YouTube or whatever, and you're like, well, that's great for them, but I'll never have that opportunity. And we want to show people, you can DIY a lot of the stuff that we're doing. You can, you know, go in and, and talk to landowners and find out about public land access and things like that. So we really want to show people not just what you can do if you have your own show. We want to show people what anybody can do um, and how to get that support and, 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 you know, how to find opportunities. We want to talk about all the other disability hunts that are going on across the country and across the world to give people that information. And so they know, hey, you know, if they're out there doing that, I can go out there and do that too. And so excited to kind of open some other doors for people. I'll, I'll name some states off for you. I, I, I'm going <laughs> to New Mexico in, a, in November. I drew it. New Mexico is a really good state for mobility impaired hunters because they have special seasons just for us which are sandwiched in between archery and guns. So you have a pretty good chance of being able to hunt a, a trophy, trophy animal, whatever that is for everybody. I've, I've, I've been putting in for, I've been building points up in Utah. I've been hunting there, Colorado, of course, Wyoming. Wyoming has a, a cool deal where people can donate tags through a nonprofit. The one that Ashley used to be involved with called Wyoming Disabled Hunters. I'm actually, someone donated a tag for me and we're in the process of getting that taken care of so I can go up there and antelope hunt next month. And then South Carolina has a really cool turkey hunt through the Wheeling Sportsman that we're hoping we can go there together and film a show with. Because Wheeling Sportsman is a big organization. They do a lot of good. And that's another thing we want to do. We want to go and with other organizations and showcase what they're doing in other states which would you know people people need to know what's going on in their state or if they're like me they like to travel and go to other states they need to know who to get in touch with and where to go you know what to hunt and you know what's possible what what's out there that's very good. Yeah. Every state is beautiful and unique, has great opportunities. I didn't know that certain states have more adaptive hunts. That's really fascinating. I have to see if Virginia has that and get back to you so you guys can come to Virginia and we can catch up and have that be an incentive. But that's interesting. I did not know that. Well, I wish more states would be a little bit more proactive when it comes to people with disabilities and hunting. But they can't all be. You have to start somewhere and get the word out and get to work. I mean, you have to you have to kind of be an advocate sometimes. That's part of what we're doing. Well, and teaching other people to advocate for themselves. You know, we were fortunate here to be involved with our game and fish department in Wyoming years and years ago and help them create the regulations and the licenses that are available. It was never that they didn't want to. They just needed some guidance and some some people to come in and say, you know, consider this, consider that, word it this way, offer it that way. And they were totally on board. And so we want to teach people, you know, Chad and I would, as much as we'd love to make it to every state and do that, we're only two people. And so if we can take what we've learned and working in our states and then teach that to other people, then hopefully before we know it, you know, the entire country is going to be more accessible for people that want to get outdoors. And so I think that's going to be a neat, a neat aspect of it. And that education about, you know, here's maybe some, you know, ideas to think about if you'd like to go and talk to your, your game and fish department or whatever your outdoor resources um, department is called in your state. And then, you know, if, if we could see that happen in a couple of years, that'd be an awesome goal for us too, to see that the show had promoted that and seen that spread across the country as well. That's great. And what are some takeaways 
that you guys want my listeners and viewers to get from the show? How can people support the show too? Are you guys actively seeking financial support? You want people to subscribe? How can people learn more about Able Outdoors and what you guys are going to be doing this season? Yes, all of the above. (laughs) Well, just to share, just to share it and, and help us get the word out to as many people as possible. Of course, we're looking for sponsors and monetary support so we can, you know, keep doing what, you know, keep further our mission along. We, we want it to keep going for a long time because there's, you know, there's a niche out there that we need to fill. I mean, we, I, I know personally I had a lot of people to help me get back out in there and I, I just feel I have to pay that forward and help other people get back out. I think Ashley feels the same way. It, Absolutely. So- None of us got here by ourselves every time we go do something we need help but that's just part of it not everything but mostly especially if you're traveling and going out of state and hunting it's 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 not easy to to do everything like that on your own not if impossible you don't bring somebody with you then chad goes and gets strangers out of the parking lot <laughs> sometimes sometimes you're just big, spreading the love everywhere i got a big <laughs> truck ashley needs a little boost to get up there <laughs> yes you're very friendly you have no over. problem talking to people chad no not at all he has no problem volunteering other people to check me in vehicles so <laughs> and they were more than happy to help <laughs> <laughs> And do you guys have any final thoughts you want to get across to everyone listening and watching anything you didn't really touch upon that everyone should be aware of? I just would tell people to get a hold of us, whether it's through our um, website at ableoutdoors.net or it's on our Facebook page or it's on our YouTube channel. We're trying to get in as many places as possible to easily reach as many people as possible. You know, we're, we're hoping to put out the content, you know, as, as accessibly as we can so that everybody can can enjoy it and things like that so reach out say hi tell us what you're doing tell us what you're up to that's how we learn about new opportunities to to then turn around and and tell other people and tell our audience so just looking forward to connecting with as many people and and companies and organizations as we can i would say just watch watch the show and enjoy it and help us spread the word that's that's how we're gonna that's how we're gonna you know accomplish what we're what we're trying to do anyway Absolutely. And where can everyone follow you both individually? Drop the handles also for Able Outdoors as well. Direct everyone to all those important links. Well, our site is ableoutdoors.net and on YouTube channel, just Able Outdoors. And you can pretty much find that anywhere on, on uh, Instagram. And I, I was just, this morning, I was just setting up our LinkedIn page while I've had it for a while. I was just adding some pictures and getting, getting it up to date. We're not hard to find. (laughs) And you guys have individual social media accounts. List those as well. And we'll plug those into the show notes for everyone to check out as well. Awesome. Great. Yeah. My Instagram account is at crown and camo. And then on my Facebook, it's actually Ashley Megan is my personal page. And then Ashley Lundball is my public page, but I check both frequently. So whatever works best for people, I will get back in touch with you. I'm trying to get her to change one to queenofinspiration.com. <laughs> she is, and she knows it. I won't tell you what I'm trying to get Chad to change his too. So. <laughs> this is a family show. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll keep it family friendly, of course. Thank you both so much. It's so good to catch up virtually. I hope I get to see you both in person. I have no idea. I hope SHOT Show happens. Maybe we'll get to catch up at SHOT Show in January. I think it's supposed to happen because I have a board meeting then. So I'm assuming it's going to happen. So God willing, yeah. I get to see you both there. I wish you guys tremendous success with Able Outdoors in any way that I could help support or send people your way. I will. And I know I'll share this on social media and get lots of eyes and ears to listen as well. And, and we'll have to force multiply uh, the links and, and all the videos there. So thank you both for coming on. I really appreciate it. And I'm, I'm grateful for your contributions. Thanks so thank much, you. Gabby. It's good to talk to you. Yeah, we'll be in shot if it happens. So we'll see you there.